Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Rooted with Yams. I'm so excited, you guys. It is April 21st, probably the 22nd by the time you hear this. And we are almost done with our April series titled Limitations to Health. We are on chapter four. And in this series, what we've been doing for the whole month of April is every week we discuss a key thing that tends to limit us from achieving our optimal health status. So first week, we discussed time being a limitation to health. Second week, we discussed money. And the third week, we discussed like busyness or being on the go. And today, we will be exploring... Drum roll, please. We will be exploring how not being Euro-American can serve as a big limitation to health. Dance with my dogs in the nighttime. Trap with the chickens like Popeye. Money changing colors like Tata. I'm just trying to get it. I ain't trying to die. She got a big on your booty. Make the world cry. In the kitchen, risk just like a stir fry. She got a big onion booty. Make the world cry. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, okay, 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 let's go back. Okay, what are we doing? Podcast, yes, hello, 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 okay. So, with this episode, let me just tell y'all, let me be honest, let me turn off my car, okay. At first, I was really hesitant to unleash this little gem right here because I want this podcast to be all-inclusive. I don't want anyone to feel left out or that I'm not speaking to their needs, their situation, their culture, you know, Um, and I don't want to detour my Euro-American amigos from tuning in or to discredit their culture in any way, Um, but you know what? I think we have all come to this agreement that in this year of our Lord, 2018, that this is just Black History Year, and people of color this year are just going to speak their peace unapologetically and I'm 100% with it I'm right there with y'all so hey if I'm not really talking to you in this discussion I'm sorry I I think you should still listen though because you know you can you can get a little something from everybody but if you're still gonna feel some type of way you're still gonna feel left out a little bit I'm sorry not really sorry not sorry because everywhere around you we've been reminding you That we're going to speak our piece in music, in theaters. Y'all all all seen seen the movies. You've been listening to the music. You've been listening um, to Coachella. You've been seeing what's happening around you. So you just need to understand that this is what it's going to be about from now on. We're going to talk about our stuff, our business, our culture, our everything. And it's going to give you life. It is going to give you just as much life as as life should give okay so let's just get right in get right into it all I'm gonna give you a brief background about me and then it will make sense where I'm coming from okay so me myself I am an African-American woman my lifestyle my behavior typically you know they're pretty governed by my Cameroonian side but then my thoughts and my presumptions about things like the way I think about things tend to reflect my American, my, like, my American upbringing, you know? And then on top of that, growing up, 
growing up in the valley gave me two different cultures as well. So I have like a Mexican culture that I'm very accustomed and acquainted with, as well as, you know, my Cameroonian American culture. And I can tell you one thing for fact, for actual truth, factual details, is that sometimes you and I, my people, our culture is not conducive to our health at all. Like our culture says one thing, and then our heart condition, our lungs, our breathing rates, our physical look, physique, our put-togetherness says a whole nother thing, okay? It's just the truth. It's the truth I have to live with, and it's the truth for many of us. But fear not. That is why we are doing this April series titled Limitations to Health, to dissect this, to talk about, you know, ways to combat our culture trying to trying to bring us back a little bit sometimes, you know? We're going to talk about it today, okay? Cuz sometimes you and I both know our food. Mhm. That good food, that good soul food, them tamales, that good like red palm oil dressed, drenched arrow. Come on now, y'all know our food, our day-to-day activities, um, you know, when we all gather around what's in what's in our hand. Uh-huh, green bottle, right? That Heineken lifestyle. You know, our social settings. What are we all doing when we come together? Sometimes all of it is just, it's just, it's not healthy, okay? We just got to call a spade a spade, as my dear friend Elizabeth likes to say. We just got to call it how it is, recognize it, love our culture the same, but it is important to know how we can address our culture and be you know, in the culture, in our our lifestyle and all that without fully just giving up all our standards and all our health to the lifestyle, to the culture. Not every day, okay? So before we get into the three strategies I have to help us overcome this, um, let me just give you guys a few examples in case you guys are still not with me. But I think I think many of you are. But if you're not with me, let me give you a few examples, okay? For example, por ejemplo, my mom, she always, always likes to, you know, speak about how um, hardworking her and her age mates were growing up, you know, like they would work farm every day, they would walk to the village, then walk to the countryside, then they would walk to school, walk to church, they wake up every morning, go fetch water, they go bring it back to the house, and before the sun rises, before the cock crows, all the meals have been cooked for the whole entire day, they they will, they will walk, whether it's raining, whether it's 150 degrees they will just walk 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 everywhere that's why they have good skin they have good thick muscles on their bodies they're not looking shaky shaky shaggy shaggy everywhere my mom loves loves this narrative okay and it's the truth like when you when you're coming from a different culture a different upbringing you 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 come from a different lifestyle your day-to-day activities can be different okay so my mom growing up she didn't have to worry about like working out trying to go to the gym she didn't got to worry about that because her lifestyle was burning fat burning calories constantly like she was eating to fuel herself literally to fuel herself so when she's consuming you know um the traditional foods and all their oiliness sometimes and all their 
their cholesterol. She she can be sure. She didn't even have to think about it. It was just automatic that she was going to work it off the next day. But then you come here to this beautiful land of ours, and we're at a much slower place pace life, you know, um, compared to that. And so now we have to be aware of that and say, okay, I'm not working farm every morning. Maybe I should think about a gym membership or something, you know? Um, cause for us, it's like, what is a gym? But then for our Euro American counterparts, it might be, what is labor? I don't know. That might've been harsh, but Hey, I don't know. And then another example, which there ain't no shame, no shame at all is, okay, I'm giving you, remember, Black, American, African, Mexican, all of it, all three in one, that's how my package is as I present this to you guys. But, you know, we're coming with our soul food, our very carnivore-based diets, our very meat-based diets, our oil-drenched, lard, smothered, buttered-up cuisines, very cheesy enchiladas, tostadas, tamales, like just deliciousness, right? Fat-infused, scented. It's like seasoned with every salty, deluxury-liciousness that you could think of. Um, Nothing is just boiled simple. Nothing ever just lightly lightly drenched, lightly seasoned, lightly buttered, nothing. What is light? Okay. We, our food, our food is magnificent and marvelous and rich, but unfortunately sometimes it is rich with a whole lot of junk. And that is just the truth. And so that's just an example in case you were like, what is she talking about? Like, what is she talking about? No, you know exactly what I'm talking about because we are all about the spices, all about the grease, all about the butter, the fat, the cheese. We are all about it. This is not, we're not this no seasoning Susan. We don't believe in that, okay? And you know it. So that's what I'm talking about in this episode. Like, I'm gonna jump into three, three ideas that we can try out for us and our households, you know, for us and our future children. For us and the condition and the safety of our heart, our poor, dear four chambers that sits in this cavity in our body, okay? We got to protect this thing. We got to protect it with our life because it is our source of life. And we got to keep these walls of our chambers protected. You know, they can't be too coated and too heavy with fat. Or else they're going to tire out real, real, real quick, okay? We got to keep it pumping the right stuff at the right tempo, in the right conditions, in the right environment, okay? Our capillaries, these veins and arteries we got flowing through us, it's not going to say, well, I I know, I understand, we got a quinceanera every weekend. Your arteries, your veins, they're not going to say, I mean... You got to go to all the family reunions, so I understand. I'll take it. I'll keep taking it. Our our capillaries are not going to say, it's okay. You get a pass because I know that Mexican food is just something you just irresistible. Uh Uh-uh. Our body's going to shut down. Shut down if if we keep choosing not to acknowledge that sometimes our culture is a limitation to health. Okay. 
Too much light in this window lay. Don't wake me up. Oh, yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah, what. oh. <clears throat> Lord, I want to thank you for this food I'm about to eat. I give you all the glory for this delicious meal you have set before me. Thank you, Father. <clears throat> now, as I consume this delicious mountain of oatmeal and spinach soup, I declare warfare on you sneaky idiots posing as cholesterol and calories, planning to add inches to my waist overnight. I give you my Tyson blue. I say die. I command you to die. I bind you. I cast you. I demoralize your calorific powers. I request nutrition and nutrition only from this mountain of oatmeal. Any confused portion of this food intending to pretend as if you don't understand my command. I bite your ear like Evander Holyfield. You must respond to my demand. Today, I declare warfare on you fat in my life. I have been jumping in the gym for the past four and a half months. This useless fat, no gray shift. Eating grass like goat in the name of salad without dressing and healthy eating. Still no hope. Today, not today. We gonna know who the boss is. I am breaking the yoke of fat today in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I command you to die by fire. I say die. I proclaim spiritual like suction in all areas of concern from my belly to my hips. All you demonic fat reducing my hustle. I say born by fire right now in the name of Jesus. I beg God, understand my needs. I have attached some spinach inside this soup. I have downgraded from gari and pounded yam to oatmeal. All these poached egg businesses disturbing my hustle. So try and meet me halfway please. I beg you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Y'all, that video, my girl Toyosi sent me this video this video. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, if that is not my prayer every single meal, every single meal, I that prayer just spoke to my soul. Those are my prayers to the Lord God Almighty. That video is so funny, y'all. So I had to share it with y'all because it just made sense in this episode. Anyways, <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry. That video just tickles me so much, so, so much. But I got to bring it back together, okay? Because I don't want y'all to be here for 30 minutes again. Bruh. All right, okay. <sighs> okay, the first tip I have, y'all get your pens and papers and all that good thing. The first thing, the first idea I have to share with you all about combating um, our culture sometimes being a limitation to health, first thing I have is innovative cooking. Okay, if you know how to cook, this probably does not have to be an issue for you. Like um, what my family has done through not only like my immediate family, like my mom and sisters, but like my extended family, my grandma, um, my aunts, my uncles all over the country. And even back in Cameroon, they've all, in, um, they've all adopted this idea of innovative cooking. So they are completely aware. We are completely aware of our dishes, like our cultural dishes and the things we eat every day. And we are aware of the lack of benefit that sometimes these oils and these seasoning items have for our body, right? So we started substituting, replacing. Replacement has been a theme in 
um, previous episodes in this series, and it's coming back again, you know? So, you know, replacing maybe palm oil for just olive oil or canola oil, um, just reducing the oil or the butter or the cheese or the lard in your recipes, adding more spinach. If you have like a, a dish that's supposed to be mostly mostly like meats and very few veggies, reverse the order. Put more veggies than meat, okay? Little things like that that you can do in your kitchen, um, in your grocery habits, you can kind of tweak that up a little bit. If you guys usually, I say you guys, what? <laughs> but, you know, if you have a dish that maybe calls for white jasmine rice, I don't care. We jasmine team over here. Ain't no basmashi rice over here. Team jasmine, okay? Anyways, um, <laughs> if you have like a recipe that calls for jasmine rice all the time, that's something you eat every day. It's a staple. Throw in some brown rice in there. Just put a little sprinkle of different grains in there. Take um, from one cup of white rice, make it two of brown. Mm, it's all about the ratios, honey, okay? So be innovative in your kitchen. Um, I told you guys some time ago about a cooking class that I used to volunteer and teach at. And uh, the demographic in the class, the moms who were taking the class, they're predominantly um, actually... Why am I saying predominantly? It was 100% uh, Hispanic, Mexican, Latin origins. And literally the whole class, that's where I really got to practice my Spanish. But it was great. And what we did, we took traditional Hispanic dishes and cuisines and we showed like alternative recipes, maybe um, alternative oils or butters to use if there was really nothing else to substitute or throwing in new vegetables that maybe people haven't tried, you know, like mushrooms could be a great, um, what do we use them for? Mushrooms and tofu. We would always substitute that for like, um, meat that had a lot of fat on it. Cause sometimes you get like bacon pieces that have, a, that are mostly fat or pork pieces that are mostly fat. And that usually adds to the flavor of the whole dish. But mushroom is a good, a good substitution most of the time. That's what I learned in that class. But anyways, you guys get what I'm trying to say. Number one is practice innovative cooking techniques and cooking styles. Just experiment. Have fun. Substitute this for that one day. If you don't like it, try another substitution or just try something else. Cooking is all about trial and error. And I really encourage you, if you don't know how to cook, I think it's probably... It's... It's probably one of the most groundbreaking moves you can make if you're trying to be healthier and just live a healthier lifestyle. Like, you got to do things that you can control. The more control you have, like, the more optimal the end result will be. So in the kitchen, if you're cooking, you're going to have the most control. Moving right along then to number two. Number two today is going to be moderation okay indulge in moderation I know a very simple not profound at all very cliche kind of strategy but these cliches they're cliche for a reason because they have proven to be effective okay so I'm just gonna reiterate and throw my own little flavor on this very well-known cliche 
that was redundant, very well known and cliche. Anyways, moderation, indulge in moderation. So something I have to do and I'm, well, it's not even by choice. It's by force just because I live a very simple life and my family has always grown up not really having too many friends, not really the social group of people. We're not the most social people. So we are very just like homebodies. So this has been something I've adapted by by force, you know, just by how I've grown up. But anyways, if you are a type that you like, you're always at the family events, the culturally infused events, that is great. And I really wish I did life more like you, but it's okay. Um, something I do, again, not by choice, it might be easier said than done, is just indulge in moderation. So whenever I'm going to a traditional wedding or a quince or family reunion or something of that sort, I go ham. I'm eating what everybody brought to the table. I do not care at all. You're not going to see me trying to, uh, it's okay. I'm on a diet. Uh, do you guys have salad instead? Y'all got anything green on this table? No. I'm going to get everybody's barbecue. I'm going to get everybody's dish. If there are seven different types of jollof rice on that table, I'm having a full, satisfying portion of everybody's jollof. I don't care. So I do indulge, okay? And I encourage you to indulge as well, especially if you are African. You cannot be the one sitting at that event talking about, I'm watching my heights. Uh Uh-uh. Do not do it. I will be so mad at you because you are missing out on life life that is on that plate. So my tip, my suggestion is just to indulge in moderation. Luckily for me, I'm not typically having an event to go to every day ever. So when I am at home, however, I try to live the most Caucasian lifestyle I can in my eating habits. Okay. Like I'm not going to be using all the seasoning. I'm not going to be doing the most. It's not every day I'm going to have a cultural dish or a cultural like cuisine the way it was originally prepared. Rarely. It's, that's not how I live every day. So basically that's the idea I'm trying to portray to you guys. Live your full on, full blown out, you know, festive, culturally drenched life in moderation. Okay? That's that's all. Like if that means you're you're going to the local village meeting. And you guys are all eating fried fish and plantains and drinking bottle after bottle after bottle after bottle. Do it in moderation. You don't got to meet with those guys every day. Don't do it. Don't do it now, okay? Um, if it means, you know, there's a quinceanera every single weekend, your cousin's quince, then your niece's quince, then your best friend's brother's sister's girlfriend's quince, like... I know my freshman year, when we were like 15 or whatever, every single weekend, it was quinceanera, quinceanera, quinceanera. Thank God when I was 15, I was not even worried about what I was eating, but I was eating very, very well. When it came, when I was in sports in high school, those team dinners, y'all, we went hard. Like, we ate like NFL football players, and we were just regular, regular volleyball players, okay? So... I don't know. This has might has gone on too long, but yeah, eat in moderation, okay? Go back to your Caucasian lifestyles in the weekend. Let's do that, okay? And I keep okay. Hold on. Side note, y'all. I'm sitting in my car. 
in the library parking lot because I couldn't get my room reservation, but I really wanted to record now. So I was like, I'll just do it in my car. But it's like a thousand and two degrees outside. So I keep like turning on my car to edit little bits and then turning it off to actually talk to you guys. So I keep forgetting. But yeah, anyways, my last little point, point number three is I will think of a short title for it later but I basically wrote down take what you love to do like what you've grown up doing what you've grown and known to love take that habit that sport that activity that reminds you of home a family of who you are and turn it into a healthy practice so for example I know sometimes I know a lot of fobs and I don't have any reservation calling them fobs because they know that is exactly what they are. <laughs> that is exactly who they are, I mean. But I love my fobs. It's like a can't live with them, can't live without them type of relationship. But my fobs, my fob friends, they always tell me, like, it's such a struggle, like, being active here in America. Like, going to a gym or just having an active lifestyle. You know, you're driving everywhere. You have to drive everywhere. You You can't, people aren't just, like, going outside and just like socializing much it's very uh, it's very like you get up go to work go home eat go to sleep routine 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 type of lifestyle so my encouragement to my friends and to all of you all who might feel this way is take what was it that you were doing back home what what was it that you love to do and why do you feel like you have to stop doing it here for example my friend always played soccer. He, oh my goodness, he got like really big <laughs> um, over the years, but that's okay. Hey, we ain't mad at him. He got really, really big though. And he, I think it was just because he wasn't being active. He wasn't living an active lifestyle anymore. And he was, he was buying a lot of food. He had money though, so he could do it. But he was eating all this American filth every day for like every meal of the day. And he wasn't living an active lifestyle. So I was just like, we got soccer leagues out here. If you're used to playing soccer and like that's that's your culture, that's your that's your spirit, do that. That is what is beneficial for your health, your physical health, your heart health, but also your mental health too and like your overall well-being. Like that's going to be something that can remind you of home and it could be just a piece of familiarity that you have made part of your routine. Don't don't just say, "Okay, like I've never been to a gym before." So I'm not going to work out because that's how we work out here in America. No, that is not how we work out here in America. There's so many alternatives, you know, like pick up a new sport, try a new hobby, like try what's something we do here that we don't really do other places. Um, fencing. I know they love to teach fencing and like Zumba in like in like gyms and stuff. Try something. Maybe you'll fall in love with it. Try boxing like you see it on TV. You love to watch it. Just pick it up and try it. You never know. You might like it. So just, yeah, that's basically my third point. Um, if there was something you were doing or something culturally that you're accustomed to doing and it is a healthy practice, maximize it, okay? Like, it's not everything about our culture that is unhealthy. There are some very healthy practices that we have, you know, waking up early, maybe before it was, you know, to get to work and get your work done earlier. But that, that is a healthy practice, waking up early Staying hydrated, you know, back then it might have been by force because you were always outside walking places. Don't forget that healthy habit, that healthy practice 
in a new environment. Something less culturally, but still on the same beat. When I, I had like a sports injury at the end of like my high school career. So from my high school transition to college, I had never been to a gym before, ever in my life. For 18 years of my life, I had never been to a gym. And then when I went to college, my injury was still not cleared. I didn't get clearance until the second semester of college. And so I was like in a new environment where I didn't know how to exercise on this injury. And then on top of that, I didn't know how to exercise without like a sport forcing me to exercise, you know? So I had to find something else that I loved. I had to find something find a way for me to do something active and keep that same condition that I had in high school in a new environment, in a new cultural setting. I hope I'm making sense. I don't know. (laughs) But pretty much the way that story turned out, I learned how to play volleyball post-injury again, and I played intramurals every second of my college career, and it was the greatest decision of my life. Um... So yeah, it was a way, it was something that reminded me of home and of that like team dynamic that I love so much. I met great friends through it. You know, like it was good for my physical health and my stability emotionally. Trust me, like I needed, I needed to be in some kind of team competitive setting while I was in college because we were going through a lot of stuff. Hey, we've made it though. We made it to the end of the episode. Let's just do a quick, a quick little recap. We had three points today. The first one was innovative cooking. The second one was moderation. And the third one was, I don't know what we're going to call it. What we're going to call it. The third one is do you. Do you, boo-boo. Okay. So those were our three points, our three ideas are three methods that we can practice in order to combat this limitation to health that can sometimes be our culture what we're used to what we're accustomed to and thank you guys thank you guys for listening to all 30 let's say 31 minutes of this and don't forget to talk to me have some feedback with me leave a comment on soundcloud like this video repost it um, rate it, please rate and review it, like, please. <laughs> and that's the only way this can grow and maybe reach the ears of other people who I, I don't know. Yeah, so do that. All the details will be in the episode notes, as they usually are. My email will be there, and my Instagram. And the reason I leave my Instagram is only because I'm trying to do this thing with this April series, and that's where I provide a midweek experience for you guys, meaning at the middle of the week, doesn't necessarily mean Wednesday, whenever my heart desires during the the weekday, I will post something on the Instagram story that shows you how I am taking my own advice in my actual life. So I'll show you like a little example, what I packed for lunch that day, me going to the gym, maybe me eating a healthier fufu and okra, even though fufu and okra is a very, very healthy food. Well, it does good to my body. Yeah, so midweek experience is going to be posted on Instagram, and then the podcast will be here for you every week at this hour that you're listening, okay? So, yeah, thank you guys for coming by. Don't forget, next week is our last 
last episode for the series, okay? So you guys don't want to miss. Tune in next week for our fifth and final chapter of our series, Limitations to Health. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the last week of April. New beginnings are to come. It's summertime, baby. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye.